you are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Larson. You can find me on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers is the show handle, and at Cheesehead Talks, my personal handle. Come give a follow, participate in the discussion. Love to see you with your comments on the show as well on social media. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. Got a good show ahead for you today. Marcus Paff will join us from Brewers Overtime. He hosts that show uh, once a week, that podcast, and We'll get his take on the Brewers, specifically trade talks, uh, now that the news is broken about Jolie Chassin being down just like Woodruff uh, with a oblique strain. Man, those obliques, right? Am I right? Uh, so we'll talk about that. And the Brewers win to salvage Game 3, just like they always do against last place teams. They salvage Game 3 against the Reds, so we'll talk about that. Uh, and the decisions by Craig Council in the game in managing his pitching staff, which were very interesting and I think will be interesting going forward here. So we'll discuss all that coming up on the show today. Tomorrow's show, by the way, we'll do the mailbag. Uh, No game today for the Brewers. They're off. So no recap of a game tomorrow, but we will preview the Cubs series at Miller Park and also give uh, get your mailbag questions in. We'll answer those on tomorrow's show. Again, at Twitter, at Lockdown Brewers or at Cheesehead Talks. Let me know what you have for questions about this Brewer team. There should be a lot of them right now. And we'll address all those tomorrow in the mailbag section. If your company wants to reach an upscale mail audience, then your company's ads should be uh, running right here on this podcast. To get your company connected with this audience, email lockdownbrewers at gmail.com or email locked at lockdownpodcast.com to get more details about increasing your business. Three up, three down. All right, three up, three down. We start with the ups, and there were some ups for sure yesterday. The bullpen. How about that? Six scoreless innings. Once again, a short start by a Brewers starter, this time due to injury, but wasn't like Jolie Chassin was pitching all that well either. And so he comes out with the oblique strain. They have to cover six innings, and they do so. Maybe that's the secret. <laughs> Just have a short start by a, a starter. Sure, you'll fry your bullpen, but apparently that's the way that they uh, can pitch well. They did so in Arizona over the weekend. They do so again in this game three against the Reds. They shut him down. Alex Claudio, Junior Guerra, Josh Hader, even Matt Albers, and then uh, and then the closer. Well, maybe not the closer, but he closed this one. Freddie Peralta in a one-run game picks up the save and a three-up, three-down ninth. Pretty good. The second up, how about the clutch hitting? Four of five runs came on two-out hits. The two-run home run by Braun in the first was a two-out hit, and then the two-run single by Yasmani Grandal in the fifth, which ended up being the difference was with two outs. Not too bad. Runners in scoring position as well. Brewers two out of five. So the hitting continues to do pretty well. That's been the one constant here since uh, not right after the All-Star break, but certainly 
starting with that uh, Arizona series and uh, even the Atlanta series at home at Miller Park last week. The, the bats have been there, so it's been looking pretty good. And then the third up, the Hater Peralta finish. Uh, going, Sort of focusing back on the bullpen and Craig Council's decision to put Josh Hader in in the seventh. At the time, you thought, well, was he going to run Hader for three innings here? Uh, and that was the, the, the train of thought, but then that was not the case. He did well, Hader did, allowing just one hit. And then he brings in Freddie Peralta to finish. So pretty interesting. We'll hear from Craig Council about that coming up in a minute. But that's an interesting concept, and we could see that more here. If the Brewers can actually get a lead to the seventh and haters available that day, that's what you might see. So it could be a formula for winning for the Brewers here, you know, down the stretch in, the, in the, that particular situation. All right, the downs, Jolie Chassin. Four runs allowed, three earned in three innings. Didn't have it. Wanted him so badly to rebound after the rough start uh, in Arizona. He had, again, before that he'd had uh, three good starts. He thought maybe he could get back to that form. He did not do that. Uh, and, and, you know, the injury, we don't know what would have happened if he'd not pulled his oblique. Uh, who knows how long he lasts in this game? Probably not much longer, given what was going on. But it just wasn't there for him uh, yesterday, so not looking good. And then the second down, Jolie Sushin to the IL. As much as people might want to say, well, that's good that he's hurt then. That's not. I'm maybe overstating it, but some Brewer fans may think, well, you know, Addition by subtraction? Well, maybe, but maybe not. I mean, who are they going to go to now? You know, this is a this is a tough time. Down two starters. What are you going to do if you're the Brewers? You know, Adrian Hauser probably comes out of the pen. That makes sense. But, you know, you're still down a fifth starter then. And like I said, you know, maybe you can get through August that way. But it's a rough break for the Brewers. No question. The third down. <laughs> I guess I'm picking on him. But Tyler Saladino. Okay. You know, the error on Saturday night, uh, on Saturday night, I'm sorry, Tuesday night, which led to the floodgates in that Reds fifth inning where they scored five runs. And then uh, yesterday going 0 for 3. I mean, I, you know, the, the two grand slams were great moments. But I guess the question is, how much does that buy him? You know, he's still, what is it, 8 for 55 or 56 now? Whatever it is. 133 is his average. It's not good. And I know he's got a couple of great moments. And that certainly I'm fine with that earning him some more time. But how much time does he earn? You know, I guess that's the question here. Uh, we'll have to see. So, again, hate to pick on him. I, I really do because I, I, why would I want to pick on Tyler Saladino? I mean, you, you root for him to have success. But he's just not having success right now. And you wonder kind of what the plan is moving forward uh, with, with him and with the, the amount of playing time that he's seen right now because it's a lot. Uh, so anyway, well, the takeaways from the game, another last place salvage, right? They keep losing the first two series, or the first two games, I'm sorry, of a series to a last place team and then salvaging game three. And it doesn't make me feel that good anymore. <laughs> you know, when it happened the first couple of times, it's like, all right, well, you didn't get swept. Here we go. And now not so much, particularly with the way things unfolded yesterday with Shasin getting hurt. I just, uh, I'm not feeling that great today as we head into the off day and, and what, the prospects here for the rest of July and August bring for the Brewers. It doesn't feel good, right? That's coming out of this game. It was a nice win. It, there was a lot of positives as far as the bullpen. Uh, Freddie Peralta continues to impress. In a normal circumstance, I'd be pretty excited, but I just don't feel it right now. You know, because of the injury, because of the poor start. Uh, just not feeling too confident, I guess you'd say. So that's really the takeaway, right? 
the injury and the massive pitching uncertainty. You know, the Brewers have their the starters lined up for the Chicago series because it's the only three starter healthy starters they have. And then what? And again, off days will play a role in this, but it's not looking that great, and I don't know exactly what they're going to do. So Craig Council talked about the, these types of things after the game. We'll start with the positive side of things. Freddie Peralta, is he the closer now? <laughs> Craig Council was asked, or is this kind of a one-game thing? Well, I mean, it, it was it was really more a function of just the lineup. It just made sense. I mean, where we finished, I mean, you could pitch Freddie in the seventh, and but there was a bunch of left-handed hitters coming up. So it, to me, it just it made sense. Why not? Why wouldn't we pitch Josh right here? And, and Josh did a great job and set Freddie up well with with a couple right-handed hitters to start. So uh, it's it's just a function of the lineup, really. And I thought with the off day. Tomorrow we can. We also could think about the game a little differently and more aggressively. The council went on to talk about how Freddie Peralta has the stuff to pitch in the ninth, and you hesitate because he's so young. But at this point, one, you know, what are your other options? And two, maybe you give a guy a shot. I mean, he doesn't know any better, and he can get it done because he certainly looked the part uh, yesterday, and he's looked the part in his last few bullpen appearances. And remember, it started with him working out of a jam that was of his own doing. Uh, who was that against? Was that Arizona? I'm trying to remember. Or Atlanta. Anyway, he came in, and he had some walks, and he had the bases loaded, but he found a way to dig deep and pitch out of it. And Craig Council, this is where you got to respect his intelligence, right? After the game, he was super high on Freddie and said that was a big deal. And what has Freddie Peralta done since? He's been lights out. Uh, so that, that can get you excited. Maybe that's the long-term role for Freddie on this team. It's starting to look more and more like it. He's got a good fastball. If he can really perfect that uh, curveball, he can be a really good reliever, maybe a closer, and that's what we're looking at here. So, you know, it continues to to it continues to trend upward, doesn't it, for Freddie Peralta? But so now, what are they going to do about the starting rotation? Craig Council was asked that, and not that he has a plan in place, but at least he's got a plan in place for the weekend. Well, our early thoughts is we're set up for the Cubs weekend, and then that's my early thought, and then. The, the 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 Oakland series is five six days away really at this point so we're gonna have to find find somebody to do that but uh, we we got some time I guess is so that's that's what I'll tell you right now we're we're definitely we're gonna need guys to start games there's no question about it so it's gonna put puts us in a bind right now and you know we're gonna we're gonna have to find somebody it is now a huge question lingering over this team for the month of August the entire month what are they gonna do with the starting pitching and that's a tough question now so you know we'll see. Again, probably Adrian Hauser is answer number one, but when they need that fifth starter a few times here in the month of August, you know, who do they go to? Probably some uh, Johnny Bullpen, you know, Johnny Allstaff, Johnny Holstaff, whatever it is. Uh, That's probably essentially the answer, but you're going to have to maybe dig into your minor league system. Or, of course, there's a possibility of a trade, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm seeing it. So speaking of that, we'll talk with Marcus Paff about trade possibilities. He's the host of Brewers Overtime, the podcast, so he'll join us next, and we'll talk with him about all this stuff that's on the way. You're locked on Brewers. When you're driving to or from work or around town or you're on the highway or the parkway or in the parking lot or you're on a plane or you're on a train or you're on a boat, all you have to do is tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown Brewers, and we'll be right there with you for whatever mode of transportation you choose. He hosts Brewers Overtime, the Brewers Overtime podcast with Justin Hull every week. You can see it, hear it, I guess, not see it, but hear it on Mondays. It'll drop on any major podcast platform. He is Marcus Paff, and he joins us 
here on Lockdown Brewers to talk about the club a little bit here on their off day. Marcus, uh, thanks for the time. Uh, I guess I'll start with this uh, pressing question. Uh, what do they do with the pitching staff? That's maybe broad. We can break it down. I'll start with this. <laughs> it's Freddie Peralta. The new closer for the Brewers, could it be because he closed yesterday's game that he's now the closer? Well, certainly not out of the question, Ben. I mean, God, this this team just has so many question marks about it right now that it's really hard to sort of piece together where they want to go and, and kind of figure out how that trade deadline is going to factor into all of this. I still think, what do you have, five games left uh, here prior to to actually being able to make some moves and that's going to determine what they ultimately do. And, and once they do or don't do something, it'll likely affect where these, uh, these players ultimately settle in. But yeah. from a, a pitching standpoint, <laughs> you know, uh, we're well aware of the fact that they are behind the eight ball when it comes to starters right now, your best pitcher, really your only reliable pitcher to this point of the season. And I, and maybe that's a disservice to Zach Davies, but Brandon Woodruff is the, the guy that you think of with the ace-like material and maybe the potential to be that for a long time in a Brewers uniform goes down for six weeks and you're already scrambling to, to fill some of these slots. I, I think on most teams, Ben, a guy like Yoli Chassin probably would be out of opportunities to prove that he can be the guy that he was last year, but out of necessity, Milwaukee is forced to, to keep sending him out there. And on Wednesday, what uh, four runs in, in three innings pitched it's, how, how do you justify continuing to do that outside of where else do we go? We, we well, don't have a lot else to turn to. Yeah, and you know now now he's uh, down uh, with the with the oblique again, and so to get two, how do you get two guys in a span of like three days or whatever it is who strain their oblique? Is that something that o- o- obliques, man? But but it feels like the Brewers have a history of that. <laughs> yeah. It was Braun a few years ago, and anytime you hear that is the injury, you groan. Because you know that it's, it's not uh, a three-day deal, and then they're going to be back. It's yeah. it's usually an extended stay on the IL. No, it, it is. And I so it, you know I think I look at this and you like, well, okay, the trade deadline is coming, and I've been firm on the Brewers adding bullpen pieces because you know for many reasons. One is they don't have enough, uh, I think, in the minors to really trade for an effective starter, rental or not. I just don't buy it. You hear in the trade market is really tight and prices are high and nobody's. That's why we haven't seen a ton of movement yet. And you know, there's only so many trades you can do. And I feel like you know, your best shot here is to get one or two arms in the bullpen and to try and, and shore that up as best you can. It's not going to be last year's bullpen, but that's how I see it. How do you see it, Marcus? With with now two starters down for probably the whole entire month of of uh, August here, and it's just I, I don't know how this team's going to get through it. I got to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Ben, and that's kind of been the philosophy I've thought about or wondered aloud for the last month and a half is can you attempt to sort of build a, a super pen again? And I say again because th- that was really the, the formula for their success last year. And I, 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 I don't still don't know the answer to that question. If they're going to be competitive for a playoff spot and potentially a World Series, which is what everybody hopes for. That seems like the best route in my mind because, to your point, and I agree with you, they don't have enough assets in their minor league system to go out and acquire some major difference maker in the starting rotation. And I don't know that even if they did that you'd want to gut it to the point of saying, all right, we're we're going to bring in this one guy and, and think that he can take us over the proverbial hump. 
I, I think they're they're more than one player. They're more than two players away from from being on the level of the L.A. Dodgers, who are clearly the 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 standard bearer right now in the the National League. So it's a balancing act. If you're David Stearns, yes, you want to see the Brewers make some moves to try to give themselves the the best chance to do something here. But at the same point in time, if you also feel like you know, we're, we're, we're doing this just to give us ourselves a shot at the postseason. We may not make it. We might make it. And then we really don't necessarily love our odds of getting to the World Series. Well, then you could also make a, an argument that you're better off waiting until next year, because even if these pieces that you have in your system don't become big league players by that point in time, they're still what they are right now. They still have value on the trade market. And maybe you're better off waiting to swing a trade either in the offseason season. Or, or next year's deadline to to give yourself the best opportunity to win a World Series. We're talking with Marcus Paff. He is the host of Brewers Overtime, that podcast. You can pretty much hear on every platform that this podcast is on. He hosts it with Justin Hull and uh, talking to us here on Lockdown Brewers. That that does bring an interesting question, Marcus. One, one uh, I guess two questions I'd have for you. One is, uh, is it important for the Brewers to make the playoffs in back-to-back seasons, even if they have very little shot at the kind of run they had last year to really have a chance to go to the World Series? Well, I think a lot of fans would tell you it's important because they feel like in baseball that old adage or cliche holds true that you just never know what will happen when you get in. And I, I suppose I can buy into that to an extent, but at the same point in time, if you sit down and you watch the Dodgers play, it is very clear that they are a far superior, more complete team than the Brewers are this year, for whatever reason. Because I know Milwaukee returned a lot of players from a year ago, but if we're being honest with ourselves, a lot of things went right for Milwaukee last year, too. And that is what ultimately made that Game 7 loss in the NLCS sting that much more, because you knew... Okay, the Stars really felt like they aligned here, and if you could just win one game and get in, you, know, you see what happens. But I don't know. I mean, ultimately, I don't think that it's it's incredibly important from the standpoint of will they be able to, to win a World Series. If they miss it this year, you, know, you think back to three, four years ago, we were talking about 2020 is perhaps the start of that window for them to – uh, to, to get to the World Series and potentially win it. And maybe they were just ahead of schedule last year. I don't know that it's all that critical. Ultimately, in the scheme of things, Christian Yelich is under contract. Lorenzo Cain, uh, although he hasn't necessarily had that great of a year, is still under contract. You've got Keston Hira, who looks like he's going to be here for a long, long time. Brandon Woodruff, of course. So I still think your key pieces are there, that even if you don't make it this year, next season and beyond, holds a whole lot of promise for this organization. But it's not to say you don't want to be obviously be in the playoffs every year, Ben. It's just a matter of do you really think that you can do anything or make some noise there? Well, as it relates to that and, and what might be going through David Stern's head, who's still kind of playing the, well, let's see how we play here in the next few games. I mean, that's really getting down to it. Um, what are the chances the Brewers stand pat and, and don't do anything here at the trade deadline? I, I think they're pretty high. And I've come to grips with that over the last couple of weeks, too, especially during that three-week stretch or four-week stretch with the All-Star break clearly in between in which they weren't playing very good baseball. You thought, maybe if they do some decent things here, able to win a series or two, David Stearns will just say, we are what we are. Let's try to improve internally and be better, and maybe that gives us a shot at postseason contention. I could very easily see that being the case. 
you drop a series to the Reds, and fortunately, that feels like more of the same of what we had seen for that month stretch. And then they, they go and win series against Atlanta and, and Arizona, and it gives you hope, and you're thinking, all right, maybe they've figured it out. But, man, you can't come home and lose a series to the worst team in your division, and especially game two, the way that they got hammered. Yeah. Uh, and, I again, I, I get things happen, but that's that's not – that can't happen right now as you're making your way down to the deadline. So standing pat very well could be the high percentage play if you're betting on things right now. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, and it's coming up pretty quick, so we'll see what they do. Uh, Marcus, thanks. Great to talk to you. And, of course, again, uh, Marcus Pat from Brewer, the Brewers Overtime Podcast uh, with Justin Hell Hull <laughs> as well, uh, dropping on Monday. You'll have a lot to talk about on, on uh, Monday. So appreciate it, Marcus. Thanks. Absolutely, Ben. Anytime. Incidentally, Marcus Paff's Twitter handle is both simple and not so much because it's just at Marcus Paff, which you think, okay, well, fine. But, oh, wait, how do you spell Marcus Paff? Well, it turns out it's M-A-R-Q-U-E-S-P-F-A-F-F. How about that? Uh, M-A-R-Q-U-E-S-P-F-A-F-F. And we thank Marcus for joining us on the uh, program, the host of uh, Brewers Overtime. So we'll talk to him again down the road here. Well, the Brewers off today. The Cubs into Miller Park tomorrow for the weekend series. Uh, Cubs and Cardinals both won last uh, yesterday, and, and well, I think they're both day games yesterday, right? So Cruz still two back of the Cubs, and the Cardinals are just a half game back of the Cubs. So hanging tough, but you know what will come of this? We'll know more tomorrow, I would think, or maybe it, it'll wait till uh, after tomorrow's game. The, the results of the MRI for Jolie Chassin, how long will he be out? What kind of moves are the Brewers going to make? We might know more tomorrow, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that on the show if we do, or we'll continue to speculate. <laughs> Either way is fine, so that should be good. Uh, and we'll preview the Brewers and the Cubs tomorrow. It's a big series at Miller Park. We'll talk about the, the game on the field, uh, the fans. Who's going to show up? Is it going to be more Cub fans than Brewer fans? More Brewer fans than Cub fans are going to be split? Are Brewer fans still staying away because they can't stand Cub fans? Which kind of understand, but at this point, kind of not, too. Got to go cheer for your team, right? Uh, and so we'll, we'll also see what roster moves the Brewer, the Brewers make here as it relates to the IL, which is seen, who do they call up, uh, and what's their strategy going forward. So we'll talk about all that on tomorrow's show, plus the mailbag. I ask you for your questions now. Please uh, <laughs> please uh, type them up at Cheesehead Talks, my personal Twitter handle, at Cheesehead Talks with an S, or... Uh, you can uh, do it to Locked On Brewers. I'll tweet it out as well, but give me some questions that you want answered tomorrow, and uh, and we'll do it on the show, as we do every Friday in the mailbag section. Facebook.com, also uh, slash Lockdown Brewers. You can find us there if you prefer Facebook. Uh, please rate and review the podcast, and uh, please tell a friend. Spread the word about Lockdown Brewers. I ask it every show, but go ahead and do it. Give them to listen. We're growing steadily and want to continue to grow and let every Brewer fan know that this is the Daily Brewers Fix right here. Lockdown Brewers, uh, available on all major podcast platforms. So, again, thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new Himalaya Podcast app as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Lockdown Brewers. I'm Ben Larson. Talk to you tomorrow when we deliver your Daily Brewers Fix right here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Brewers.